Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, kitchen chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. I'm your host, Margaret McSweeney, and I'm so glad you're joining me here together in the beautiful Viking and La Cornu showroom in the Merchandise Mart here with my very dear friend, Chef Jamie Larita and co-host. Thank you, Margaret, for introducing me as your dear friend, because you, you are. are a dear friend back. Well, you are dear and a dear co-host. So also, someone who needs no introduction. She is Chicago's very own celebrity. Just you will see her everywhere. She is also a Chicago Tribune columnist. You probably know her as Candid Candace as well. Does so much for charity and it's just so much fun. Thank Welcome you. to Kitchen so Chat. Nice to be here. Aww. I'm excited. I'm excited to see the two of you in this Aww. beautiful space. Thank you that so much. Jamie does. Well, you know, I had a little inspiration here and there. But speaking of inspiration, I mean, you are a the, in my opinion, yes. socialite in Chicago. Oh, I hate that word, socialite. Why? What's I know so, why you, tell me why. Well, yes. I will tell you, and I know you mean it as a compliment, but it's socialite true. seems like somebody that's kind of, you know, elevated in their own mind, maybe even, and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, on a very high tier with lots of money and maybe living on East Lake Short Drive, and I'm the total opposite of that. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm well, a I worker. I think that's why I love yeah. you. Yes. I'm a worker bee, and, you know, we, we, we are far from wealthy, and uh, so I just think that socialite term makes it a little elitist. I yeah, don't know. no, I agree with that. Yeah. I so, agree with that. You know, I mean, woman about town, maybe, you know, that's yes. for sure true. Uh, um, and Peripatetics, in other words, people can use. <laughs> and a woman with a heart for charity. Yeah. Because it's so great to see you cover all of these wonderful charitable events Thank in you. Chicago and really spotlight the charities well, as you well. Know, the job that I have, it could, it's like custom made for me. It could not be better. I've been so social all of my life. As a matter of fact, you know, my parents, even in their 80s, you'd have to get a hook to get them out of every party. I mean, it, it, they were the last ones ever to leave. I, the D, it's in my DNA. I'm exactly the same. But it is, it's so special because you're right. I get to shine a spotlight on yes. so much good in the city and beyond, you know, with my blog and my column in the paper. So I try to cover every single event. Last night, as a matter of fact, I was thrilled to co-host a, a new event that we're going to debut every year. There was a debut event. It's called Pretty Powerful Women in oh, Philanthropy. Oh, I saw that. Yes. And we have uh, almost uh, 150 women at Stake 48. I love and, Stake 48. And it was uh, the women in the room were uh, chosen and invited by Kathleen Henson, my co-host, and we myself. My dear girlfriend. Yes. And uh, for their philanthropic efforts in the city. And we calculated that the women in this room had raised over $200 million in this city. That's incredible. It, was, it, was, it made my heart sink. Oh, and it was wow. such a special night for, uh, for Chicago. Oh, that is so special. I also saw you were at the wonderful um, International Home and Housewares uh, Gala for the yes, Breast Cancer exactly. Awareness one. That'll yes. be March 17th in the column. Oh. You know, they raised $2 million at that event for Fabulous. breast cancer research. That's so amazing. it was just, it was a spectacular night. And they had all the, a lot of celebrity chefs that were there. You know, yes. Paul Verant and Rick Bayless and uh, Meg Gallus, who I love. I mean, who? they had a... 
Only one message was Jamie. I know. You need to be there next year. He was working. But, uh, but it was really something special. It was a lot of fun. Great night. Yeah. And I am, just so you know, I'm like the salty side of Kitchen Chat. She's the sweet side. So my goal in Kitchen Chat always, Candace, is to let or try to make Margaret clutch her pearls just one Clutch time. her pearls. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Which, by the way, Jamie made this. I did. This was my Christmas gift yes. from you. Thank you. You can't do, Jamie. Well, I mean, well creativity is. is like, to me, it's like the closest thing to God, right? Mm -hmm. um, I love creating all types of things. And mm -hmm. here in the showroom, it's uh, really, really fun. And, and today, we're going to be cooking together. Yeah. Yes. I know. Listen, yes. I gotta, can I tell you a secret? Here's what happened. So they invited me on this fabulous show. I was so excited. I immediately said yes. And then Margaret yesterday springs on me. She says, oh, yeah, by the way, Candace, uh, Jamie wants you to cook with him. Cook with him. Now, my specialty is lean cuisine, so we know where this is all going. But I did I did manage to come up with a recipe that touched my heart, and I hope yes. it will touch your hearts, too. So. And I am so excited yeah. about that. A very special yeah. taste memory. And yeah. we, we're all about taste memory and bringing everyone around the table. Yeah. Because I, that's what connects us Absolutely. all. Absolutely. And basically, you know, from our childhoods, yes. I have... You know, growing up, Candace, with 11 children in my family, a big Italian family, I have nothing but taste memory. So mm -hmm. tell us about the taste memory that you're going to be. It, yes. It ain't lean cuisine. <laughs> this is probably my favorite taste memory because um, I was raised by, uh, her name was Mary Johnson. She was an African-American woman. Is this and, her? Uh, this is her. Yes. She was my second mother. Oh, my and God. Look how cute well, she is. She was equally my mother with my mother. So that's how close we were. Aww. And she and her husband, Jim Johnson, had a garden in East uh, East Chronolet, Illinois, which is a very small town in southern Illinois. Is this Jim? And this Aww, is Jim and Mary beautiful. in their garden. And so that is an amazing they, photo. I love the watermelon. I know. And I mean, they, about it. they were wow. so proud, and he, they worked so hard at this. But the amazing thing is, and this is how good they were, they gave half of everything they raised in their garden away to their community oh. because it was a poor community. And so, I mean, they gave back, and they really taught me a lot about giving back. But more importantly, or not as importantly, is that Mary really taught me how to cook. She was from Tupelo, Mississippi. She was born in 1903. And so all these great Southern recipes she shared with me. My mother was not a good cook. I bless her heart. She yes. worked constantly. But Mary, you know, was with me. And, you know, I was always with her in the kitchen. This is her skillet. This is her skillet from 19, it's 1934, Griswold. And um, Margaret's going to cry. I treasure this skillet. And this is what she would make all of her fried chicken in. And as a matter of fact, she cooked for the YMCA, YWCA, and so, you know, the men and women would clamor for her fried chicken. So this has oh. to be well over 50 years old. That's uh, so close to 85 years wow. old. Yeah. Wow. And this resonates. Treasure. Like, I yeah. love that about, you know, as a designer and a chef, these things resonate energy. So I'm sure every time you pick up that oh, pan, I just, yeah, you it, bring her back to life. I know, and that's why I was thrilled to I have this chills. opportunity. Even though I'm nervous to cook, oh, I was no. thrilled to have the opportunity. No. There's Every nothing no. to be nervous about in our Viking test kitchen. I can tell you that. Not at all. No. It will be great, and I can't wait yeah. to see the two of you cook you together. Know, you mentioned something about her when we were talking about having you in here. She also taught you a lot about common sense. Oh, common yes. sense. You know, she. Uh, I was raised in the 50s. That's when mm -hmm. racial discrimination was mm -hmm. at its highest point, and you know, especially in a small, you know, a town in Illinois, which is right across the river from Mississippi. And the stuff that they went through and the things that I taught, they taught me and I observed. Let me give you a case in point. This is so interesting. Jim also raised hogs for a living. Mm. He collected trash. He raised hogs. They did a lot of different things to, you know, keep salvage. 
And uh, he would he found out that when he would take his load of hogs over to St. Louis, that the white drivers would get more for their loads than he ever would. So this is how smart he was. He found a wino, gave him a bottle, put him in the, in the driver's seat. Jim sat in the passenger seat. Voila, he got the same amount for the payload. Done. Yeah. You know, you survival. Wow. It's survival right. tactics and things oh. that they taught me. I mean, it was sad, but it's a valuable life lesson. Hmm. It yeah. is. And, and I love that you're bringing Southern roots. I don't know if you know this background, but oh, the reason okay. why I do Kitchen Chat, I grew up in Alabama, oh. and Kitchen Chat is my midlife culinary journey honoring my late father. Oh who was an amazing gourmet home chef and a renaissance man and just such a dear influence in my life. And he passed away 29 years ago from a massive heart attack in Paris. And um, so this is my way of learning. And Jamie has just been a hug from heaven, too, and, and helping me navigate this path and, and understanding what his joy of cooking was. But I remember making fry you know making fried chicken and so this is just bringing back so Aww. many wonderful taste memories so i'm so grateful and margaret is you. like the queen of hugs from heaven like, <laughs> margaret, margaret will say something it's the weirdest thing candace margaret will put something out there and like a week later it'll happen she'll be like oh i fell into a hot tub and i was with the person from, and it's like you just talked about that as a matter of fact today she missed a big hug from heaven we had Tyler Perry here in our Viking showroom I know and you said he's a big guy tall really really tall but she's dying to interview him on Kitchen Chat that that would be the biggest hug from heaven out there she was frozen Margaret was like I'd like say hello to Tyler I'm not that person you know I'm definitely that person I would have hooked him right in here sat him in this chair me too I was going for it I was going for it well, Tyler, if you're watching, you are always welcome back. to come back, always please. Do you want to fangirl out on your time? No, I'd love to hear about what his culinary story is. Oh, you know, true. I Everyone think has one. Yes. everybody has one. Everybody yes, has one. and a favorite taste memory. So back to to this. This must have been well, Medea, his so character special. Must have cooked it. Oh, you're right. Meals, you know? That's that right. would That's be my favorite character, by the way. Oh my god. Oh, oh he's so awesome. fun. Anyway, I'm sorry. To no, this was this is Tyler Perry. We all are. I can't focus now. <laughs> oh, but this is just so special. You. So you, yep. so many years this was used, oh. and then they gave this yeah. to you. Oh, yeah, well, she, I, she was a childless, her and her husband, oh. and so I was their adopted child, so to speak. And so um, everything that they had, uh, they left to me. They had a Hoosier cabinet that it was probably one of their biggest purchases, you know, that's got all the menus still inside it. And Did I, you get this Eaton dress? Pardon me? Did you get this no. Eaton dress? Oh, but I love it. She had lots of things Aww. like that all snapped up the front. I know, love it. As a matter of fact, even this sweater is so cute. And, and the this crown. is at the BFW where I gave her a 90th birthday party. So, yeah. She passed away at age 92. So, wow. and, you know, I think it's from eating all these good foods from the garden with yeah. no yes. pesticides, no Absolutely. kinds of chemicals. And, you know, we yes. talked about lean cuisine and we talked about you know me working with somebody else with healthy diets. Honestly, I think this is healthy. You want to know why? Yeah. It's emotionally healthy. It's bringing back a fond memory of someone that you truly loved, mm -hmm. and you're you're actually putting that into your body. Mm -hmm. So if you can emotionally eat something, mm -hmm. I mean not in excess, but to bring someone back through their cooking, yeah. is such a fabulous way to nurture your soul. And I'm all about that. I made yesterday here in the showroom Candace you should have dropped by I did a full Italian spread with my grandmother's meatballs oh. and pasta e fagioli and all this stuff and I ate it pretty happily you know it's like if you, if you can do and go through life eating like that 
from time to time, there's nothing wrong with yes. it. Oh, I saw the pictures, by the way, on your Instagram. They were magnificent. <laughs> I must have missed the invite. <laughs> <laughs> we knew you were going to be here today. We've got, we've got some leftovers. So, Candace, yeah. you have such an interesting and fascinating Thank you. past. I, I mean, I you're, you're a stunning woman. Oh, and beautiful. You gorgeous. always... Um, tell us how you started your career in modeling. It's a long and winding road from Dupo, Illinois. I mean, we had... Um, 3,000 people in my hometown, and um, so I was valedictorian in my high school class, of course you and I absolutely hated school. I was so burnt out with it that I didn't know what to do, but uh, before that, I started modeling at age 13 in St. Louis at one of the department stores, so I've been doing that forever, but this transition when I you know, was in high school and graduating, um, I had a scholarship to St. Louis University, and I thought four more years of school, I was going to tear all my hair out. And so at the same time, this is where God intervenes. I really, truly believe things yes. happen for a reason. A girlfriend of mine said, you know, they're, uh, they're auditioning for bunnies at the St. Louis Playboy Club, which had just opened. You should go for an audition. So I said, sure. I didn't even know what Playboy was. I just knew I wanted to do something yeah. different. And I went and I got the job. And, you know, kind of the rest of there is history. From that, I moved to uh, Chicago into the Playboy Mansion when Heff was in residence. I did a centerfold in December 79. I've done eight covers for the magazine. Wow. As a matter of fact, I just remade one of my covers. I saw that. You looked so stunning. <laughs> you did. You did. I Girl, my you put, waist. You're holding, you're, holding it, you're holding it together <laughs> just fine. So, but I have a long history with Playboy. We, I attended uh, Hefner's funeral services both oh, in L.A. Right. and Chicago. I felt that when I, when... When Hefner passed, mm -hmm. I felt I was reading your post. You have such a great feed. Mm -hmm. I felt the relationship mm -hmm. and the friendship that you yeah. had with him. Aww. He was a one in a million. I mean, you know, his legacy will get to be felt. I mean, because as years pass, he was an absolute genius. But people mm -hmm. just only see him as the magazine, you know, the mm -hmm. founder of this magazine. I mean, he was one of the first for human and civil rights. I mean, he did so much for, you know, every, you know, community that you can imagine, the donations he made. Nobody ever right. talks about any of that. Right. But right. The, he was way beyond just, you know, a publisher of Playboy magazine. And mm -hmm. from Chicago, too. Yeah, from too. Chicago, right. And, and I'm so sorry for your loss. Yeah, I really it's am. A loss for all of us. And was he a foodie at all? Did he enjoy the celebrations of meals around a table? Well, he loved to have people around, but he was very... Um, strict with what he ate. He, okay. ate just, he basically ate the same things over and over and over again. As a matter of fact, when he would go out, he would bring his own food to the restaurant. What was it? You know, it was like things like, um, like, like pork steaks or right. things mm -hmm. like that. Cutlets. And, yeah, cutlets. And, uh, but health, they were healthy food. Yeah, I mean, he I mean, was always you know, very slim. And he was always very, I guess he was, you know, he was used to always had his Pepsis until he had, you know, his first stroke and that was no more Pepsis. Oh. But uh, no, he was very, you know, once, not adventuresome with food, I would say. I but he loved one. to have big gatherings and people oh. around and large buffets and, you know, that's where you could eat, you know, he would put everything in the world out, you know, and but I just he want would one of his, a very I just want one of those jackets. Oh, you could have got <laughs> you one in that would've... auction. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah, they went for a lot of money. I'm though. sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> and do you have a favorite memory of him oh, to share? Oh, gosh, favorite memory. Um, well, I guess a favorite memory would be, um, yes, I do. Um, I was part of the Playmates of the 70s, and they mm -hmm. call that the golden age of Playboy. And one afternoon, there were four girls, Patty Connors, who's married to the tennis player, Jimmy mm -hmm. Connors, and myself, um, uh, two, two other Playmates, I forget their names, but it was a very small gathering. And he invited the four of us up to the mansion for lunch. And this is when he, was, he had gotten older and everything. And he couldn't hear well, but mm -hmm. he has the most amazing sense of humor. And so, like, the five of us sat around the dining room table all afternoon 
laughing, reminiscing, talking about when we did our centerfolds, you know, what his responses were. And it was the most magical moment and that I, I will never forget that time because it was such an intimate group. And, you know, everybody was so honest and thrilled to be together. And it was a, an incredible reunion. And I love following you and I love looking at, you know, your past and your, your present. And, you know, the most... Your eyes are so beautiful. Yes. Like, I, I, I thought I had pretty eyes. <laughs> you, 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 you both yeah, have gorgeous sure, eyes. I love, like, in every single photo. As a model, are you, like, resonating, like, a, through your energy through your eyes, or is it just... Comes you in know, the... one of my Playboy covers was just my eyes. Oh, was it? Oh, yes. wow. And it was the first cover they ever did that didn't include other mm -hmm. body parts that you would typically associate with a cover of Playboy. Wow, that's interesting. And, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, Tom Stabler, the art director, shot this cover, and he had a hard time convincing Hef that this is the way they need to go. That was brilliant. And finally he agreed to it. It was a February 1980 cover and that cover won more awards than any other cover prior to that. We have to put that cover of the eyes up on yeah. this kitchen shop because uh, yes. and as a, yes. somebody who's creative and likes to be you know, a creative director, that's what I see. It can, and someone that truly has, they say the eyes of a mirror yeah. to your soul. Yeah, right. You know? yeah, exactly. And you just have, I could see the power that yeah. just comes out of your eyes. And you know, it was so interesting because on every cover of Playboy, they hide a bunny logo. I don't know if you knew this or not. But I, it's really kind of a great no. game among people that really are aficionados of the magazine. And on my cover with my eyes, they had the uh, logo in my pupils. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Yeah. It was oh, really cool. That's yeah. amazing. So, How fun. That was one, I mean, did you do, you, you started modeling um, after that. Yeah. Well, I modeled before, like I said, and I model after. I've been modeling all along, off and on, since I was 13. But um, before that, I was with a lot of local agencies. And then mm -hmm. after the centerfold, I signed with Wilhelmina in New York. And I tra traveled a lot in Europe, and I got some fabulous experiences there. I had a uh, billboard in Times Square, and it led to, I was in uh, Risky Business with Tom Cruise. Oh, no you were in Risky yes. Business. I like to say I got to start in the industry. <laughs> well, okay, the scoop is here. I would go with She's discovered him. without me. She discovered him. Yeah. I did not day. know you were that in Risky really Business. And, you know, wow. that was filmed out in the suburbs of Chicago. And um, right. he was dating Rebecca DeMornay, who was his uh, co-star in that yeah. movie. Oh, really? Yeah, and hmm. they, they, she had a little trailer on set, and the trailer was always like... <laughs> I'm sure it was. <laughs> oh, Margaret, clutch your pearls. Oh, see, I did it. I made yeah. her hey. pearls. Mission completed. <laughs> Mission completed. I'm still so, going to try. That was pretty exciting. <laughs> but it was a great time. And I still get residual checks. Oh, wow. Yes. They're not much. Mind you, I'm not going to retire on my research. I know, but it's still really cool. It's still cool. Yeah, yeah very, very cool. So wow. as far as that's concerned, you have, like, you've met, you've met, what's your, what's your favorite, like, your favorite celebrity moment? Like, Oh, it's mm. so easy. I've got two celebrity moments. Because, you know, with I have a Candid Candace TV channel, and so right. I've yes. interviewed a lot of celebrities. And my two top favorites by far was Al Pacino was number one. He was the nicest, kindest guy. And I tell you, he would have talked to me all day long if his, you know, press agent hadn't tapped him on his shoulder, you <laughs> so know, to move it's those, it's those damn eyes, Clutch Pearls. <laughs> he was so generous. And my second favorite, and not because he was such a good interviewer or nice or kind or anything, but he was so damn handsome, was Colin Farrell. Oh, oh I was love so Colin Farrell. I, can, I can see really that. And his accent. Yes. He has an aura that's just, you know, is... It's just like mine, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly like Jamie. No, I, I, th I thought it was. <laughs> I'm telling you, people, I get it all the time. I just got it today, just now. <laughs> so, but you know, I'll tell you, my worst of all time. Yes. That was my next question. Yes, yes. was CeeLo Green. 
I really? hated him. I really hated him because I did a. Um, I'm on the Ronald McDonald Charities Board, yes. and I co-chaired Glamorama. I actually co-chaired it for five times, but the one time he was one of the celebrity guests that was there, and there was a little guy. His name was Max, and he was a Ronald McDonald House ambassador. He was like mm -hmm. seven years old. He had to wear a mask because his immune system was compromised. And he asked me, he said, I would, can I get a picture with, with Mr. Green? And I said, of course you can. And so he was sitting, Cielo Green is sitting in a booth by himself behind Hi. this velvet robe, you know. And so I went behind and I said, would you mind, you know, if we took a picture? He refused. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Who would that's do so that? sad. Not like he was inundated with, you know, Aww. requests. He was doing nothing. And he said no to this little kid. So I will oh, never Oh, that breaks my that. heart. Don't cross Candace. Oh, Candace. No, no, I have a long memory all. for yeah, stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what has your most memorable meal been through all of your travels, through all of your experiences? Well, besides every dish that Mary Johnson ever mm. cooked, that um, I will go to my Uncle Marvin Stott, who was the master at making chicken and dumplings. He made everything from scratch, and to smell all that in the kitchen and watch him, he loved to make this. And even when I moved away from Southern Illinois, he would send me little, you know, health packets, <laughs> little welfare packets of chicken and dumplings in the mail. Oh my God, I want one of those. Oh, First meal kit. So, yeah, there it is. Meal kit. Let's see, a meal kit, perfume, breath. We've got it yes. going on. We've got a whole new line of products coming out. A lot of right? right? <laughs> Absolutely. So we do need to take a fun little break. And I, I want to highlight what you just created so everyone yeah. can get in oh, on the definitely. fun. I don't know so that I created it. I think did. I just took advantage. Well, listen, guys, most of creation happens in the moment, right? It's usually right in front of you half the time. And yeah. that's like the ingredients to a great dish. Most of the time for me are those that are hanging around the kitchen that I'll just grab and say, oh, I'll, I'll take that. So I was afraid that I had inappropriate breath. <laughs> Um, for this, so Candace is sitting very close to me. So I just bit this end of the lemon off, kind of like that. Actually, not only is it surprisingly good, but it's also really helps moisturize your mouth. Wow! And I also took some and put it on my wrist, just like that. Isn't that fresh? Yes, <laughs> so awesome, so fresh. And then I'm known for taking herbs and rubbing like rosemary, thyme, whatever you have in the kitchen, and then just slapping it a little bit and letting the oils come out. And now I smell just like a roasted chicken. <laughs> but that you, is genius. Yeah, but you are a genius. No, no, come on, guys. You Thank are. you very much. You're so but, creative. Yeah, but at the end of the day, even if you took an old gym sock, I kid you not, and you put that, maybe some herbs that are going down that you didn't want to use and you put them over your bathtub with a rubber band put on the hot water you can have a beautiful herb soaked that's bath <laughs> with some epsom salt i do it all the time never knew that's that's why the garden chef in our showroom the viking garden chef is always empty <laughs> <laughs> you're in jamie's I'm tub that is incredible. Oh, my God. Usually that creativity is, is right in front of you guys. So I, I just and, take advantage of And that. thank you for sharing. I didn't mean yeah. to put you on the spot, but okay. I just wanted you to so see fresh. this. It is lemony fresh. <laughs> lemony fresh. <laughs> so are there any special projects that are coming up that everyone should know about that involve or don't involve food? Any special charity events or anything close to your heart or different well, projects? Well, so many that I can't. I mean, you know, if you just follow my blog, Candid Candace, I write about all the charity events that I recommend people get behind and 
God knows there's a gazillion of them. I joke with yes. Candace yeah. sometimes. I say, do you just wake up dressed? I, I, I also want to be her dry cleaner. I want to be the dry cleaner because you're always going to an event. And I'm just like, right. you are. yeah, I mean, you do a lot of events. One of my dreams is that we co-host an event together. Oh, I would love, I would love to share that. That, that would we be would awesome. Have so we would have, count me in for anything you want to do, okay. literally. But this weekend, there's going to be Paws. Pets are worth saving. Done. They have an oh, animal magnetism party Friday night. And then Saturday night, Giordano Dance Chicago, which is a dance company that I just adore and love. They're going to have their legacy ball. So there's a lot going on this weekend. A lot weekend. going on. Chicago yeah. is a happening place. Yes. And with a, it, and Chicago has a heart for charity. A big heart for yes. charity. Yes. And the big shoulders. Yeah. Yes. You know, and it's amazing because every time I cover an event, it's always a record breaker. I mean, even in the worst of times, people reach deep into their pockets mm. and make every single year bigger and better than the year before. I don't know how that happens, but it's just, it's a joy it's those, to write those about. eyes, girl. Yes. No. It's those <laughs> eyes. No, I'm, just, I'm just chronicling the events, and so, but it's, it's pretty exciting stuff. Yeah, and you're just, yeah. uh, you're on the pulse of the city if you ever want to, I love what you're doing in, the, on, in your blog. Thank you. Everything that you do is... Um, Really fabulous. I'm Thank really you. proud to have you here in the show yes, today. Yes, absolutely. And I can't yes. wait to get in the kitchen with Candace. Absolutely. No, there's nothing to be afraid of. I'm just going to stand back and watch you. I'm your, I'm, yes, I'm your sous chef today, Candace. Nothing can go wrong, trust me. Pray this for is me, all, people. Pray no, for me. it's all good. It's you all good. will be great. Yeah, well, I have her spirit with me. I'm going to be fine. Yes, absolutely. she's right here. Chuck told me in the car, because I told him that I was nervous about doing this. Aww. So my husband, Chuck, said, Candace, just think of this. You're Mary's heir parent. So I thought that was a real nice way to put that. Oh, really and she'll sweet. be right there yeah. in the kitchen with you. We'll have the photos. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, I love to always end the show, and we'll make sure, of course, we put the segment of cooking in here. But with with tips, life tips, what would be your greatest life tips to well, share you know, with... What's gotten me along the best is to not be afraid to take a leap of faith. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if, what, if any door that opens, I've always stepped right through it without even thinking. I mean, because I think, you know, opportunity, that's the only way you're going to yes. find it. And I always say yes to everything, much to my husband's chagrin, because, you know, <laughs> we're usually out seven nights a week because of that. But I do. I just think I don't want to miss anything, mm. and I just want to experience life to its fullest. And yes. I think the only way to do that is to be open-minded and say yes to everything. And have no fear. I had a discussion yes. with a friend of mine last night about not being afraid of life. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. there's a lot of things in business and whether it be relationship driven or whatever where, you know, you might be afraid to do something. Mm -hmm. I think fear is an ingredient to I a good so. life. I think so, 100%. You, know, you have to identify it and know that without that fear factor, there's no growth. Nope, that's exactly right. the truth. Mm -hmm. Right, exactly. So the next time I won't be afraid to say, hi, Tyler Perry. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be on Kitchen Chat? <laughs> That See, was, Margaret, you learned something today. I did from you. He yes. walked in the door. I was like, no way this is happening. And Margaret was frozen. <laughs> she looked like a popsicle. <laughs> it's okay. It, you know, God's trains run on time. Yes. Absolutely. Don't worry. She'll fall into a pool in California somewhere and he'll catch her. <laughs> so they remember me from the Viking showroom? <laughs> Oh, goodness. So those are just great tips. So not to be afraid, to say oh, yes. Say yes. And Go through every door. Yes. And be kind. And like, be you know, kind. That yes. karma is everything, and oh, I believe boy. in it a million percent. I think what goes around comes around, and if you put goodness out there, goodness comes back. Yeah. Oh, and Candace, you put so much goodness oh. and continue to put so much goodness into try. the world. Yeah. Oh, thank Thanks. you so much for being on Kitchen Chat. So 
Oh, this was special. Mm, lemony fresh. <laughs> I can't wait to see you two cook together. Well, thank you so much as well. And thank you, dear foodie friends, for joining the fun here on Kitchen Chat. Make sure you visit me in my kitchen, kitchenchat.info. Make sure you visit Chef Jamie Larita in the Viking and La Cornu showroom in Merchandise Smart Suite 137. For more inspiration, go to thevikinglife.com. And always remember to take a moment and savor the day. Thanks for joining Margaret for Kitchen Chat today. Margaret would be so excited for you to drop by and visit with her at kitchenchat.info, where you'll enjoy podcasts, blogs, recipes, tips from chefs, and even great giveaways. She invites you to share your recipes and kitchen stories, too. As Margaret always says, savor the day.